0: Movies by Minutes, project number five It's Silverado this time, that's no jive By Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the show Let's settle up now kids, cause here we go
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Silverado Minute Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minute's hosts examine the 1985 Lawrence Casson directed Western Silverado. One minute
0: screen time per episode. I'm your host, Dave Powell from Five Minutes of Mystery. And I'm his co host, Tabitha Carlisle, longtime guest of Movies by Minute Podcast. Hey, Dave.
1: Hey, Tabitha! Welcome back to the Mean Streets of Silverado. We're in the middle of a gunfight, so keep your head down, first of all. I
0: know. I'm hiding in, hiding in okay, behind okay, some okay. glass, Good. under <laughs> the bar, maybe.
1: <laughs> just, yeah, save me a drink while you're there.
0: So, <laughs> here
1: we are, minute one twenty-five. We got Emmett and, and uh McKendrick, right? I want to make sure I get these names McKen- right. McKendrick. McKendrick. We got. They're just riding circles around Silverado on their horsebacks, ready to gun each other down. And McKendrick now. Uh, near the end, he's like, "Okay." He, he starts getting to his, his his sharpshooter up in the balcony, and he says, "All right, here give him the signal to take out Emmett when he comes down the street." And uh, let's we'll see what if Emmett can get out of this one, and let's see if Emmett can get
0: out of this one. <laughs> On our new Saturday morning episode, McKendrick yeah. and Emmett—they're
1: <laughs> they, still going. Around. See, like this is what I'm saying. Like, I really wish they could have gotten because I don't think. We've been to a lot of locations in this movie. We've been to, like, you know, small towns, all backwards. We've been to canyons. We've been to, like, you know, um, uh, wagon circles. We get to Silverado. I still don't know the entire architecture of this town. And I, that's where I really think they could have gotten some kind of... I would just love it if we could get some kind of, yeah, aerial view shot or, like, a... A view shot of like a maybe at the back of the head of the civilian, like who's like watching them do this, or maybe that's yeah, you know, maybe one of the uh, one of the few goons left. Because I think it would have been interesting to kind of see where they were going. Because we are kind of like following very close to their horses, and we're like, okay, so when when are they going around each other's corner? When are they going to do this? Like, is it easier to ride the horse? Is it easier to ride the horse at this point? Because I would be like, I want to get off the horse. And they just, like, get my gun bag and they'd be like, I'm going to listen for him. And, like, you know, I'm going to hear him coming and then I can just shoot him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because they... I thought they were riding in town, but it looks like they were kind of... got to the point where they're riding around the edge of town because they come to the... kind of the opening there and are going back through again. I guess they're just looping back and forth yeah, round and around. Yeah,
1: because yeah, it's like... it looks like they're in, like, the residential section. They go from, like... The gunsmith and, like, the blacksmith, they turn a corner, and next thing you notice, it looks like there's, like, a, like apartment buildings and, like, little <laughs> houses. Like, now we're in, like, now we're, like, in the residential area. Like, we're not even near the right. center of town. So, they've gone to, like, the one corner of the town, and then they come back, looks like. Now, now McKendrick's like, okay, now I'm going to goad him back into town and pass. Now, where is he on top of? Is that a saloon? The... Oh, it's a bed and breakfast. All right, so yeah, so bed and breakfast lodging. So that's now back in the center of town. And then yeah, Emmett's driving around. Looks to be yeah the edge of the of a ranch of a corner. Comes back into town. Looks like he's like maybe near like uh... It says office. I'm thinking this could be maybe. What do you What do you think? We're, we know we're gonna, we're going to wind up back in this building eventually with Emmett and the horse, but
0: mm-hmm. do you think
1: this is like? Dry goods or, like, the, the hay barrel collection, like, where you would get your hay barrels from?
0: Um, let's see. It says no office or something on the side. Yeah, it could be a stall where they keep grain or hay or some feed. It could, because I'm trying to remember when he goes in later. Well, I guess we'll see the next minute. Yeah. Um, But there's, I think there's, like, bags of grain and stuff in there.
1: This is our first like good slow look. Cause he, cause yeah, you see like Emmett, so. cause, yeah, cause Emmett's kind of
0: cocking his head left and right.
1: Maybe he even thinks that McKendrick might've gotten off his horse. Cause he's like, okay, well, I don't hear him. Where is he?
0: Yeah. He definitely feels set up like, oh man, this isn't good because, you know, going, although anybody could have shot him out of any, you know, from any place, um, as he went around, uh, but he just doesn't know where McKendrick is. He's not in his view anymore, so he doesn't know if he backed in. And he definitely uh, has a look of caution as he goes through.
1: And, and his sharpshooter, can this guy get like a bigger hat right now?
0: Oh, going back. Sorry, there is hay in there, looking at it again.
1: Yeah, yeah I don't know. Gotta, there's hay. I, yeah,
0: it's gotta be some kind of yeah,
1: dry goods and hay feed or something in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because
1: um, I feel like that's what you would do. You'd back your wagon into that, and then they would load your wagon up with those barrels. Yeah, and what have you. and then you would take those bushels to your farm. Yep,
0: yeah, that makes sense. Um That makes but sense.
1: Yeah, but like yeah, go to the second twenty-two of what we're looking at here when McKendrick singles a sharpshooter. It's just like, you know, McKendrick looks like he's got a dumb coat. This guy's got a dumb suit. A bunch of dumb guys in their dumb suits and coats. <laughs> and he's got a big dumb hat. And I'm like, if I was you know, if I'm hired to, you know, to be a goon and I gotta shoot this like this, this, uh, yeah, this, 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 this gunman who's been taking out all of my friends, I would assume, and co-workers for the last week. You know, I would not wear my dumb coat jacket, and I would definitely, like, not wear the hat. I would be, <laughs> like, I would, like, have maybe, like, a little bit of, like, a, maybe a bandana, like, something to take the little uh, sunlight out of my eyes, and I would be, like, I'd be, like, held up, like, real quiet, right? Real quiet, like, get next to, like, the banister, get, get covered, and just have the rifle aimed down the sight. And then, and then when Emmett comes around the corner, I got a nice clear view. He could barely, you know, take a shot. No, this guy, this guy's, like, standing up center, shooting him behind that, like, crappy sign.
0: Yeah, he totally could have been laying on his belly with his gun between the railings, but he didn't. He's probably wearing his hat to keep the sun out of his eyes, I suppose. The, the but it is definitely is a big target.
1: The sun is behind him. The hat's a big target. The guy's, a, I, This guy's a goon.
0: Straight I think up, guys a, a way, I think back then if you weren't wearing your hat you just felt naked. And <laughs> I, I
1: don't, I'm not, I already, well, like I gotta wear my hat. I'll i yeah. feel naked
0: without my hat. Because earlier in the movie, Payden was all upset because he'd lost his hat and so everybody's got their hat. Gotta Yeah. I don't know. This this minute, my favorite part is when Emmett um, gets down on the side of his horse. I always love it when they do that in movies when they get, like, they're still riding their horse, but they're on the side using their horse as a shield, and and all the person has to do is, I know, the horse is like, I'm going to die. This is when I die. But but I love it when they do that. It's so fun, and I don't know how realistic that is, but it's really, it's really cool and fun. Actually, as I watch the minute over and over again here, um, I think that because he's riding a real horse which actually these actors are I mean cuz they show them I'm sure there's stunt doubles at times mm-hmm. but they uh, there's a lot of time you know uh that they're actually riding the horses and they do a really good job I think when he's on the side of the horse here the the back of that horse is really stiff I don't yeah. think that's a real. I don't think that's a real horse, and I think he's walking along on the ground. But <laughs> yeah,
1: they, yeah, they probably put him on a, a dolly, and he's just like right. kneel down next to a dolly, and they got <gasps> get the angle. Because you're right, it is very smooth. Like the horse isn't making any bumps. Like this is fine. This is fine. I'm getting shot at. This is fine. I'm just a horse. This is fine.
0: Right, right. But it's still a cool move.
1: Oh yeah, cool move. Yeah, no, no, no problem there. Um, <clears throat> I'm tra- yeah, I'm trying to. T- 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 yeah, he yeah, he that's all he has right, is yeah, is his pistol. He doesn't he's lost his his rifle. So he's definitely Yeah So I, I think it's another reason he wants to kinda get down is probably get a better angle to shoot this guy, because probably high up, holding his, his 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 uh gun hand out, he's probably not getting a good shot. So he kinda wanna like kind wants to probably bring his hand to his in his and his gun close to his eye so he can get a better shot. Cause he's gotta look into the sun at this guy. That's another thing. This uh, guy's got advantage. True. He's got height advantage, he's got w- weapon advantage and the sun's to his back. He's silhouetted but at the same time like uh, uh you know uh Scott uh, Scott Glenn uh Emmett, he's got to look up at him. So really this guy really has the advantages and and Emmett does make short work of him.
0: Yeah. They probably should probably should have put someone up there that was a better shot. Because Maybe he got
1: killed at the ranch, we don't know. Like all, all, all the true. best guys could have got blown up.
0: They brought in the C team, like their A team and B team got shot back at the ranch. So it's like, well, yeah. all right, Phil, you're going <laughs> yeah. up there on top.
1: Yeah, they probably had to call. Yeah, they called in Phil from Iowa, and uh, <laughs> they were like, "Look, can you be in Silverado by like tomorrow?" He's like, "I'll do." It. Like, all right, Phil from Iowa says he'll do it.
0: I he can wear my guy. hat.
1: Come bring my hat! Yeah, sure, bring him hat. <laughs> just, just get up on the bed and breakfast, get on top of the hotel and look for Emmett.
0: Try not to die. Try you to had one not- today, Phil. Not to die. <laughs> I think fail. this is
1: definitely how, like, bad guys run their organizations. I think this. Okay, this is my idea. Because, like, you know, Foot Clan or, like, I'm trying to think of all the, all the different bad guys. Every bad guy, won't get you know, um... um Gotham villain that goes up against Batman what I think they do is this they say we don't pay like you they'll give him like a very very small like we'll give him like lunch money they're like look we're not paying you until the end of the week you know oh, okay okay now tomorrow I need you to go fight Batman and kill him and they go <laughs> okay good and so then they send these guys off these guys get their butts handed to him by Batman they go okay good I didn't have to pay him so it's like any guys who actually survived the ordeal and maybe like got wounded Batman, they'll gladly get paid, and the guys that got their knees broken in,
0: well, I'm not paying for their hospital bills. Yeah, the Joker doesn't carry, you know, insurance for these guys. It it doesn't uh doesn't work that way.
1: No, I yeah, I have no idea, you know, uh, getting into Gotham Gotham ideas. Like, you know, working for a joker, you'd be like he has all this money, and you know what he did? You're not going to believe this. Get this. He he threw it all at, at a parade, and then he gassed the entire city. You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. We had millions of dollars, and he threw it away to try and gas people with laughing gas. And then he shot Bob. What's up with that? He's damaged. Do you hear about this? He's damaged. Oh. No.
0: <laughs> poor Bob.
1: Poor Bob. <laughs> poor Bob and uh, yeah, poor filth, from Iowa.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he fell right through that sign and poor Silverado bed and breakfast owners now they have to replace their sign.
1: I like to, yeah, I like to assume there's cuz like now the hotel is different from the saloon I assume, right? Or is this is that the same area that Payton and Cobb were were arguing over uh uh Sally, is it? The uh the bar owner? Is that the you think that's the same location or is that just Stella? Or Stella, is that yeah. is that a different place i think the, that's the, the
0: saloon and this says it's the hotel like silverado hotel um, i would assume the hotel
1: would also yeah silverado hotel You think the
0: hotel has know. a liquor
1: license as well
0: i don't know they might just be more of a restaurant like just food okay it yeah, would be that, different but all my knowledge about that stuff comes from little house on the prairie so i don't I really mean, know
1: I mean, like, but hey, that was a a successful show, so, like, that's that's not, yeah, I mean, I guess the hotel would probably, you walk in, there is a front desk, they probably have, like, a restaurant in the back, and they probably have, like, a a shower bathhouse, and Mm -hmm. then the room's upstairs, whereas the saloon is, like, the entire first floor is drinking and bar and gambling tables, and then upstairs would be, like, a brothel the brothel. Right. So you, You're not really staying at the saloon. You you go in, you see your mistress, you get drunk, you play cards, and then you would stumble across the street into the hotel.
0: That definitely seems what, like what the Silverado one is like anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, I I feel like,
1: I feel like, you know, a lot of these Western towns that they kind of play off of, uh, like the stereotypes of what the audience already knows. So I'm always curious of like, how's the town economy kind of work?
0: Mm-hmm. You know?
1: So I was trying to figure that out. So I think I think yeah I think and yeah I was trying to figure it out when we were doing this chasing tour. I was trying to like read all the buildings and be like, what's established here? Okay, here's a blacksmith, gotta have that. Gunsmith, gotta have that. So I was trying to figure out all the buildings. So yeah, okay. So this hotel, yeah, for breakfast is probably the the nicer place with the real beds, whereas the saloons, like, yeah, drinks and drinks and loose women. Right. All right. So yeah, as we as we wrap up, uh, minute one twenty three. Let's let the audience know that they can find this podcast, along with other uh, movies by minutes, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, our main website at SilveradoMinute.com. And uh, for more discussions about saloons and Western economies, we'd recommend you go over to the, the Midnight Star, the Silverado Minute Listener's Saloon. That's on Facebook. And you can also bother Jim on Twitter at SilveradoMXM. And uh, as we close, uh, we're, we're, look, this gunfight, we're hanging over. There's still more shooting to do. We'll see you <laughs> next time on the Silver on Minute. Yeah!